I think what I got right is I knew who this was for. And who I'm talking to is not somebody who has an hour to listen to people ramble about things. There you go. Right away, you got a great podcasting tip. Who's it for? Because we're not just talking into the air, right? We're talking with people. That's Kendra Adachi. You know, when she started podcasting, she said she had to learn to trust herself more. No matter what, you have to trust yourself, right? But how? How do you know what kind of podcast to do? And how do you start out? Not the microphone stuff. You can Google that. How do you know what to talk about and how to talk about it? Well, that's coming up on this episode of the Hope Writer Podcast. Welcome to the Hope Writers Podcast, brought to you by Hope Writers, an online membership community for writers dedicated to helping you write your meaningful words without sacrificing your meaningful life. I'm Emily P. Freeman. I'm one of the co-founders of Hope Writers. Yes, you can write and publish and market your work without becoming a self-promotee cartoon version of yourself. We help you maintain balance, share your work with confidence, develop your craft, and get help with the ins and outs of book publishing. Inside our private Hope Writer Facebook group, members make great writerly friends who understand all those doubts and questions that you have. It's the next best thing to having your own writing mentor. And every Tuesday, members get a live informal conversation with an expert writer, editor, marketer, or agent helping you make progress in your writing life. We call those interviews Tuesday Teaching, and while the entire interview is only for our members, each week we share a few minutes that were super helpful here on the Hope Writers Podcast. And that's coming up. Find out more at hopewriters.com. It's easy to find information about writing and publishing. Just Google, right? But what information is best for you? Which things are most important? Why can't there be a path to follow? Well, there is a path, a step-by-step process to move from writing to publishing. And by the way, when we say publishing, we simply mean sharing your work. Could be an article, blog post, or book. So where are you on the writing path? Well, I'm Rachel, and I'm a hope writer, and I'm at stage five. You can find out your stage too. Hope Writers has created a short, fun quiz for you to discover where you are now. You'll even get a tip or two for moving forward. To take the quiz, just go to hopewriters.com slash quiz. Easy, right? That's hopewriters.com slash quiz. Hi, I'm Gary Moreland, one of the co-founders of Hope Writers. If you're podcasting or just starting or thinking about podcasting, this episode's for you. You'll hear some basic but important advice and probably a few things you hadn't considered. We're going to talk about content. The content, what the heck you say, that's the most important thing. But before we start, a couple of Hope Writer members have their own podcasting advice for you. Hi, I'm Alana, and I'm a Hope Writer. My podcasts are The Podcasting Party and the Mom Wants More podcast. And my advice is this. When it comes to the technical side of setting up a podcast, you can do it. I promise. You can figure out Apple. You can figure out RSS feeds. Don't be overwhelmed. You can do it. Thanks, Alana. You totally can do it. But you don't have to do the tech if you don't want to. Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, and I'm a Hope Writer. My podcast is Woven. 
And my tip would be to find a really good sound editor for a really good price on a site such as Fiverr. It frees you up to spend most of your mental time and energy on um, content creation and not so much on all the technical issues involved with producing a podcast. Thanks. Thank you, Rebecca. Even though we're writers and love words, sometimes writers love saying the words. So lots of writers also podcast. So let's start there with Hope Writer co-founder and writer and podcaster, Emily P. Freeman, talking with Kendra Adachi of the Lazy Genius blog and podcast. We're joining them in the middle of this hour-long Tuesday teacher interview for a few minutes of great podcasting advice. Okay, so so far in review, we're about halfway through. I want to recap. I wrote it down. Number one, don't be afraid to pivot. Number two, don't let your inability to explain where you've been stuck or what you're doing keep you from moving forward. Did Number I, three, I say that. You said that. I'm saying That's, what you said. I'm well, summarizing. Really good. <laughs> Number three, there's more than one way to say words. So if you're a writer and you think all your work has to be written and read, there might be some of your work that's written and then said. Yeah. There might be some work that's written and then taught in a classroom or in a yes. workshop or via video. Like, I think that there is a misconception that, um, and I want to ask you about this too, Kendra, because um, that it, I'm not a real writer unless I process the world through writing, unless my dream has been to write a book my whole life, unless I think in metaphor. Like, yes, all those things are true of some people, but they don't have to be true and they're not always no. true. And if they're not true, it does not disqualify you. And so Kendra is a great example, which is why I love to have, um, I like to have people. none come. of those three things are me. <laughs> I don't resonate with any of those three things. Right. She's a great example of, um, of a writer who it's like you, you write, but I think, I think you're right. I think you writing your words, but then speaking them feels much more alive to you than you having to write the words. And that's, that's where they live, you know? And the thing is, it's not about skill because you guys, Kendra went to school as an English major. Is that right? That's right. Okay. I have, any, I have a legit degree in writing. Kind she has of. a degree in the thing. Okay. And she's an excellent writer. Like if you go Thank and you, you read her blog, she just writes clearly. She writes funny, which is not easy to do, but she mm -hmm. does it really well. And yet she's still saying that that's not the place for her. Um, mm -hmm. And paying attention to those things like, I like talking to my phone. Like, that's kind of weird if you just say it. But recognizing that, like, some really beautiful things can come alive when you give yourself, like, permission, permission. to, is. like, see, okay, let me just suspend my disbelief for a moment and refuse to say, well, this won't work for me because, well, maybe it will. Maybe you just haven't allowed yourself to kind of go there yet. Yeah. So, so you did season one mm -hmm. and you took a break <laughs> and yeah. then you came back as Kendra. Alone, uh huh, and you started saying words um, uh -huh. as a podcaster, kind of in this way of doing it. Um, uh -huh. So, so you've talked a little bit about kind of like how you started podcasting, and then what you feel like you. It's kind of a meandering road of figuring out what you got right, but I would like to know a couple of things, like when you started, and as you've continued going, how many episodes do you have now? The Lazy Genius Podcast. Uh, I think yesterday's was one hundred and. 11 12 okay i thought it was in the teens like or so yeah but can you give us like a quick like what what have you gotten right and you feel really good about in the yeah. podcasting and then what is it maybe that you've 
you've just kind of done it all wrong and you've had to learn the hard way. Yeah. And then I'll ask you the follow-up question for the new up-and-coming podcasters after you answer those two questions. Yeah. What I got wrong, well, I think I got wrong. The I got wrong. Well, maybe it wasn't wrong, but I wish I had trusted my own voice in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I loved the 10 episodes that I did. Um, it, I think they do bring a certain human element to me. Two of the episodes are with you. One is with my husband. <laughs> um, and and I, I, I'm really, I'm not like not proud of those. If I wasn't, I would take them down. Sure. Um, but I, so I really like that they're there and they served a great purpose. But I, um, yeah, I know 100% and knew it then that like I wasn't talking on my own because I was afraid that that wasn't going to be enough. And so um, I don't know that that's wrong, uh, getting it wrong as much as like, that was a thing that I wasn't listening to, to yeah. the, the truth around me, but it's sometimes we don't. And that's also okay, like, yeah. because we're human beings. So um, another thing I got wrong is those first 10 interviews, cutesy titles, you guys, we need to calm down because <laughs> they were too long. They were like, it's just say the thing, just say what you mean and move on. I've since changed them all to like the name of the actual human I was talking to. So I think that's helpful. Um, but so I feel like that's, I'm a synthesizer mm-hmm. and a simplifier mm-hmm. of things and information. And, um, and so I think what has helped in the podcast sort of resonating with people are things like titles that you know what they are when you read them, um, that it's not super long. And granted, like there are places for long, obscure titles. There are places for hour-long podcast episodes. Like n- none, of, none of those things are wrong on their own. But I feel like recognizing... I think what I got right is I knew who this was for. And who I'm talking to is not somebody who has an hour to listen to people ramble about things, which yeah. is what the first part was. Mm-hmm. And so um, you might find time to do that occasionally, but that is not a show that you're going to listen to consistently. You're going to be yeah. swiping and deleting episodes. And so I wanted to give big value really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I think I got that right in the beginning. Um and knowing who it was for. I think that that has been the most transformative um, thing from a business perspective. Like, who am I talking to? Who am I writing to? What does she need? And, um, and that, I mean, if you, if you can't answer those questions or that question, um, it's kind of, feels kind of like a waste of time. You have to answer that question. You have to answer that question. There's your tip number four <laughs> is... <laughs> And that is, again, all these things that we're pointing out with Kendra, we haven't said anything about a book yet. Like all of this applies to you, no matter where you are in the writing path. Um, I mean, she's talking about podcasting. You have to know that ideal listener, we'll call her a listener, um, who might be a reader as well. But if you don't know who you're talking to and what her life is like, then you might be rambling on for two hours for an episode and you wonder why she's not listening. It's because she doesn't have two hours to listen. Whereas there could be an audience who does have that kind of time. You know, they just have to know your your niche there. Um, So you've kind of answered the question, which is, are there tips that you have for a starter outer? Um, Yeah something simple that, you know, you're thinking like, if, if I could only tell somebody these couple of things when they're starting out, these would be the most important things. You've kind of said some of those, but if you have any other ones, I wanted to give you a chance to say them. Yeah. Well, I think that if you, if you know, if you're trying to decide, should I start a podcast? I think the question is, does the person I'm trying to give my message to, do they need a podcast? Mm-hmm. Like not even do they listen to podcasts, but like, is what I'm trying to communicate, is it really well served to them? in podcast form. Yeah. Um, 
And, and I know that that's kind of like a bummer answer, especially if you're like, it's really fun. And I like to talk and I didn't get on Instagram because do Instagram stories Mm -hmm. because a podcast is legit. It -hmm. takes so much time. It takes way more time than you think it's going to. Um, There are a lot of technical things. There are a lot of things that make you very easily frustrated. And if you are not sold and committed on like, this is what I'm going to do because this makes sense for my person and my time and my business and for my own fulfillment and life and all that. Um, If you are like half in, you're going to quit because it's it's hard. Mm -hmm. Podcasting is hard for lots of reasons, especially on your own. I think if there's like a, if you have a co-host or it might feel a little bit easier in some sense because you're like in it together and you're sharing the load, but also you have to like uh, communicate with that person and make decisions and collaboration. It's like all the things, like it's not a, it's not a simple endeavor. So it needs to make sense for sure. Yeah. And some of that will just takes time, you know, like you wrote for a while to figure out this is going to make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, it's a confidence booster for when things get hard. It's because you've yes. already pre-decided this makes sense and it's worth it. Um, and I will say too, I think that maybe a tip if you're like, should I do this thing? Mm-hmm. I would highly encourage uh, recording an episode or two the way that you would think like, oh, this is what it is and send it to some people. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like, send it to people who maybe care about you, but also like, will also tell you the truth. Um, colleague here, like if you're in a hope circle, um, like send it to the people in your hope circle, um, and be like, all right. And give specific questions. Like, um, is, does this make sense? Like, what are your goals? Like, does this make sense? What was your biggest takeaway? What's one thing you wish were different? Like make it really simple for that person. So it's not like, here's this thing. What do you think? Because Mm -hmm. probably most people, like if someone gives you something, that you know matters to them. And then like, what do you think? And you're like, uh, it's like really, really hard. <laughs> so right. to make it easier for that person, like send it to them and you know, whatever. And um, some people, I guess we call that a beta test. I would mm-hmm. beta test it. Like if you really want to take it seriously, then it's worth it for you to do that. If That's you don't right. have the energy to beta test it, you don't have the energy to be a podcaster. Right. There's your answer your right percent. there. <laughs> so you said before you start a podcast, it's important to ask yourself the question, um, does my ideal target person need a podcast? Yeah. Um, did you ask that question when you were deciding whether or not to write a book? Mm-hmm. And how did you decide that the answer was yes? Because you did re- re- write a book. Spoiler yeah. alert for everyone watching. <laughs> yeah, um, I did ask that question. I have never really wanted to write a book. Um which is a very scary thing to say in front of a bunch of writers. And so I recognize that. Um, but I want, I, I assume that there are other people who are watching and listening that have felt that way, that it is a, it is a piece of the pie, but it is not the whole pie. Um, I don't know why I picked pie. That's fine. Pie um, works. I like pie, but, um, but I also, I, I care about my reader and, and I eventually uh, landed, I created like a fake reader, you know, like created her. Like and a composite out, person. Like a composite person. Her name was Melissa. And then I found out that Melissa is like real. Like she's a real human that I know. And I was like, oh, and so it was so helpful because it was like, oh, this humanizes, I'm just writing, you know. And so that was really helpful. But I realized that um, I care so much about this reader and this person and then all the people. But it was, it is a literal avatar for all the people. Um 
that my hesitancy and fear and like, oh, how is this going to go? This is such a big project because I watch you. I watched you write all your books. I watched other friends write their books. It was hard. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Um, but I, I had done enough podcast episodes. I'd been writing and mostly talking and had just sort of seen that like there was enough that having it in one place and sort of like part of one story and something to hold. And my person loves books. It was like, I just, I just feel like it's time. And it was that gut thing too, where I just felt like I couldn't quite, I couldn't kick it. Like, no, I think it's time to not write a book, but I think it's time to explore whether or not to write a book and do the next right thing. So all of the work, that you're doing podcast, website, book, if that's a part of the story. It's all ways to serve this reader because that's the point. The point is not writing a book. The point is right. how can I serve, speak to, and encourage my reader in a way that her life is better, more faithful, more encouraged, more creative when she turns away from me than when she arrived at my doorstep. And so yeah. that's what you're doing. And you, But you came to a point where you decided, okay, this thing that I didn't think I was going to do, I'm going to do. So mm-hmm. you decided... Yep. To write a book. And I'd love to know from you, like, just practically speaking, what are some of the um, most surprising things about the book proposal writing process? What helped you the most in that process? Hope writers. Um, <laughs> hope writers. Um, Wait, I would not tell us more before. about that, Kendra. How did hope writers help you with your book proposal writing process? I wrote my book proposal over um, about I guess it was six, eight weeks. I don't remember. It was a summer. Uh, my husband is a school counselor. And so he gets like some weeks in the summer off. And so it was last summer weird. That was been a year. It was last summer. And I was like, all right, I knew that I needed a long runway. I knew that I could not write. Well, I could, but like, I couldn't as well. I, screw it. I wanted to write it on a long runway. I just, that's how I wanted to write it. And so, um, and I had the opportunity. And so I was like, all right, I'm committed. I'm going to work for this many hours a day, three days a week for this many weeks. And this is what I'm doing. I'm just writing this book proposal. And, um, and I would get I would get my muffin and my coffee at the coffee shop and I would open the Hope Writer Library and I would watch a Tuesday teacher and I would take notes and I'd read a post. And so I would sort of like get, um, it wasn't even just like practical, like there was a lot of practical help of how, but I think I needed to, I don't see myself as a writer and I needed to hear like, oh no, I am a writer and it's okay that I, that looks different or feels different than other writers. Mm-hmm. And so it was incredibly impactful. You are a writer. And it is okay if that looks and feels different for you than for other writers. Did you like Kendra? She's a Hope Writer member. You can connect with Kendra Adachi at thelazygeniuscollective.com. Her podcast is The Lazy Genius Podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. And look for her book, I don't know the title of it yet, sometime in 2020. If this episode was helpful to you, just imagine how helpful the entire hour-long interview would be. Every week inside Hope Writers Membership, there's a new hour-long Tuesday Teacher episode live that you can watch, and they all end up archived inside the Hope Writer Member Library for you to look at any time you want. And depending on when you're listening, Hope Writers may or may not be open for new members right now. We're only open three times a year. If you're listening when this episode releases in mid-September, well, Hope Writers opens again to new members September 30th, but only for five days. 
After that, we won't open again until next year. You can get on the wait list now at hopewriters.com. Okay? And for writing tips and encouragement every day, we'd love to connect with you on our public Facebook page at Hope Writers Community and on Instagram at Hope Writers. And here are some final words of hope from writer Octavia Butler. You don't start out writing good stuff. You start out writing crap and thinking it's good stuff. And then gradually you get better at it. That's why one of the most valuable writer traits is persistence. Thanks for listening.